Nailed It Coach Quick Tips, Episode 24, Serial Killer Materials. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Build It Coach. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Build It Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale Arsgriven, project management and design build professional. Again, a reminder, if you're looking for pretty pictures, this is not necessarily the podcast you should listen to. This podcast is about the guts, the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes of your project. We recognize that we need to, we need to know our P's, a process that helps us avoid problems so that we can avoid being pissed and most importantly, avoid getting ripped off and becoming pocket poor. It's about the project management principles of being a good owner on your project. All right. Again, if you're looking for advice on how to hire a great contractor, visit builditcoach.com forward slash hire. Seriously, this resource is incredible. It gives you a lot of the behind the scenes advice on how I've used out of my 20 plus years experience on how to find a great contractor. It goes above and beyond just, you know, your typical Angie's list or home advisor. It it really, really, really drills down into how to find a great contractor. Now, again, welcome to this quick tip series. Today, I will talk about Serial killer materials. Now, I'm not talking about a renovation project where Ted Bundy shows up and bops you over the head with a two by four. All right, that would be horrible. No, this is not a situation where Jeffrey Dahmer gives you a dose of construction glue and you become woozy and he begins to cannibalize you on your renovation or remodeling project, all right? These circumstances would absolutely be horrible, but we're gonna talk about real serial killer materials, things that happen over and over and over again, all right? We're talking about construction materials that kill you. In particular, materials that kill your budget, time, and mental Stability, things that will drive you crazy, sleepless nights, unsanitary site conditions, legal battles, arguments, unplanned payments. No, no one likes unplanned payments. Strangers in your home, letters, correspondence, conference calls, lawyers. All right. That's what we're talking about. These serial killer materials can get you intertwined into all this nonsense. All right, but we understand many of us find the need to purchase our own materials on a job, renovation, remodeling to save money. 
We go and purchase our own materials. We understand budgets are tight. I get it, man. I get it. You hate overpaying. Yeah, money is a finite resource for many of us. We're trying to get across the finish line. And again, I see it all the time on TV. Over and over and over again, you'll see a property flipper or someone doing an, a home improvement project, renovation, etc., remodeling, etc., and they go out and purchase the purchase the materials and they have a contractor install the materials. Well, here's the unfortunate reality. I've seen materials kill project budgets over and over and over again. Serial, serial killer over and over and over again. Here are the three things that you don't see on TV and things that are not considered that you don't see on TV. All right. Or things that are not shared with you because you're not entrenched in this renovation remodeling reality. All right. Three things. Warranty. Material defects. And cost overruns. Overruns due to incorrect materials being ordered by the owner. All right. Look, I was called to help a couple with a small renovation project a few months ago. Months ago, This is kind of what prompted me to do this particular podcast. All right. Just some of my experiences. All right. Called, you know, to help with this, with this, with this couple, small project. The project was fairly simple. It was a basement project that included transforming a storage area to make a downstairs home office. All right transform uh, an area into a downstairs home office. A small wet bar was installed and the existing bathroom was updated with modern fixtures. All right, you know, home office, refresh the bathroom. A few months after the renovation was complete, the drywall joints started to show signs of separation. Now, again, for a lot of us, we're not necessarily intimate with construction. Drywall comes in sheets And the way you join the sheets together to make the wall look uniform, you have mud and tape and another layer of mud. And then you do another layer, you finish it, you sand it. And at the end, everything looks like a uniform wall when you do the drywall. Okay. That's how how it is. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the drywall. I'm talking about in particular, in this case, the drywall joints. All right. (laughs) To make a long story short, the drywall tape that was used to join the pieces of drywall, the adjacent um, pieces of drywall were failing and every week it was getting worse. All right. So bottom line, the basement looked like hell. The bathroom looked like hell. All right. Just didn't look good at all. All right. I informed the owner to contact the contractor who performed the drywall and finishing work. All right. The contractor came out reviewed the work, looked at his notes and said in a very calm voice, very calm, so subtle, very direct. This is not my fault. Without any testing, the contractor was able to make that determination. No in-depth research, phone calls, discussion. He blamed, in this case, it was a he, He blamed the problem on defective drywall 
coating materials and defective drywall tape. He also said that the compound, the drywall compound, some of the other materials used to join the segments of drywall together to make the, you know, make the uniform wall may be contributing to everyone looked, everyone in the room looked at each other in total shock. Like what? I could tell immediately that the contractor wasn't too concerned about really what caused the real failure. The contractor in this case knew that he had an out, an excuse, a wild card. The contractor used the pause in this whole conversation um, and, and told the owners, look, you purchased the materials. Unless there was a workmanship issue, the problem could not be covered under the workmanship warranty. The contractor assured everyone that they followed the suggested manufacturer's guidelines when they performed the insulation. All right. So again, let's rewind. The con the, the owners purchased the materials. The contractor installed it. We had a failure and the contractor immediately says, no, it was the materials that you purchased that led to this failure. The owners thinking otherwise, they were, I'm going to use a million dollar word, the owners were flabbergasted. Five cents word, they were pissed. But you know what? There was little that I could do to help the owner. I wasn't present during the construction to assure that the manufacturer's recommended installation procedures were followed. All right. Many things could happen. For instance, the space temperature could have been too cold or too hot when they did the installation, which could have led to a material failure. Were the materials stored in the correct temperature? That's something that you have to consider if you're purchasing materials as an owner. Did the materials have an expiration date? All right. Did, did the owners purchase expired materials? We didn't have any labels, any containers that were left from the construction, from the original construction to make the determination whether the materials were expired. All being said, the contractor had a loophole to dodge responsibility. At that point, your leverage is gone, especially if you've paid the contractor in full. All right, so let's dig into it. Warranty, look. When you buy the materials on your project, you only receive a contractor's workmanship warranty, assuming that you're using a licensed professional contractor. This is good and bad. Look, if you can prove that the workmanship is bad, the contractor will redo the work. If the work was not due to bad workmanship, guess what? You are subject to entering into a long drawn out discussion with the material manufacturers. All right. Look, construction is complex. I want to stress that manufacturers, multiple causes could be the cause of a failure. The investigation could take months. Additionally, manufacturer warranties often do not cover damage done to other work affected by the defective defective material 
In our example of the drywall and tape joints, if the material was found to be defective, the manufacturer would not cover, would not cover the cost of the labor and material to repaint your walls or any other damage caused in that case. If you wanted this damage covered in full, you would have to try to use your homeowner's insurance, which would lead to a rejection of your claim. And most certainly, if they did accept your claim, your homeowner's insurance, your yearly premiums would increase, go up, cha-ching, more money out of your pocket. I must reinforce this point that bad workmanship, proving bad workmanship is not easy. If you have, you have to be knowledgeable in, in construction in order to catch or prove bad workmanship. How many of you know that certain glues, ne glues need to dry before installing X material, meaning they have to dry for a certain period of time? How many of you know that wood floors need to acclimate for a certain time before being installed? All right. How many of you know that vinyl siding needs to have a prescribed joint in between each member? You have to be able to know the standards of construction. I know many of you are saying that this can be achieved by hiring a good contractor, right? Buy your materials, hire a good contractor. This is true. However, I've seen multiple times over 20 plus years, 25 plus years, I've seen good contractors turn bad when financial stress enters into the issue. All right. When money becomes tight, a heavenly contractor can turn into a devil overnight. All right. And also, you know, companies change, you know, cultures change in companies. A good contractor that was good five years ago is not necessarily a good contractor today. All right. Sometimes it's best to let your contractor purchase and install the materials so that you don't have to worry about the scope of workmanship of what they install, a workmanship warranty. In our drywall example, if the tape and drywall mud fail, you just need to call the contractor and not worry about if the material failure was due to manufacturer's issue or workmanship issue. Get yourself out of the middle. Let your contractor figure that stuff out. You have work to do, a business to run. Hell, you might want to go jogging, play with your kids, pursue a, pursue a career, look at, look at a movie or a TV show. Bottom line, you've paid good money. You don't have time to deal with this nonsense. All right? Call the, call the contractor within the warranty period and your problem will be solved, all right? Call them within your warranty period. All right. Number two, material defects. We've spoken about this. A contractor is not liable for installing something that is defective or turns out to be defective. It's like paying a contractor to install tires for your car, but the tires you purchase have a hole or is dry rot, right? You go purchase a tire from somewhere, you go somewhere and tell them to install it. Well, if there's a failure with the tire, it's hard to blame the tire installer. Was the hole in the tire prior to the installation or did the installer cause the hole during the installation? I mean, that's just empty time. You don't have time to research. Endless arguments. You don't have time for that. Was the tire installer responsible for telling you that the tire was dry rotted? 
Who knows? Again, empty arguments. You don't have time for it. All right. It's easier to have the business who sold you the tires install the tires. Then you just simply, if there's a, if there's a failure in the tire, you simply go back to the company that sold you the tire. All right. It's, it's really that simple. All right. You, you just want to drive your car, make life simple. We want a simple renovation and remodeling project. On that note, I mean, you know, think about a car. And this is kind of a, you know, brings me to the point on, you know, I see it all the time. People piece mailing the renovation or remodeling project. Think about a car. Let's go back to the car analogy. You buy the shell of a car from a contractor. You buy the interior from another contractor. You buy the steering wheel from a different contractor. The tires are purchased from a separate company contractor. Engine from another contractor, transmission, etc. Now your car malfunctions. Can you imagine the mess you would be in if your car just stops? You would have to be an expert in cars to diagnose why your car is malfunctioning. This is a killer. Many of you move forward with a renovation and remodeling project with that same strategy of piecemealing things, not thinking, thinking about the warranty on the backside. All right. As much as you can, we say this all the time as project managers, you want to have one neck to choke. Try to eliminate the necks that you're trying to choke in case you're trying to have a warranty claim. All right. All right. Material defects always give the contractor a reason to blame something else other than than their work. Another story, I once had a plumber blame bad plumbing on a sink that the customer purchased. All right. They wanted to blame the sink that was purchased by the owner on their bad plumbing work. The hot and cold water lines were crooked and the sink trap leaked every two weeks. Always a leak. Look, I helped this customer out. I had to threaten the contractor with reporting his actions to the local authority, which could have resulted in fines or revoking his license. He finally fixed the issues only after being threatened. But again, the contractor tried. Their first, first, first excuse was, oh, it's not my fault. It's the material's fault. The materials that I didn't purchase. All right. Now, sometimes material defects are real. All right. In this circumstance, I want you, the contractor, to deal with the logistics. You want the contractor to deal with the logistics, okay? Again, you don't have the time to deal with manufacturers, process, processing warranty claims, paperwork, pictures, when it was done, documentation. I'm telling you, it's a mess. Consider that, consider all these things when you purchase materials they are serial killers number three and lastly cost overruns if you order the incorrect materials during a construction project the contractor can charge you for lost time that's another killer all right this is a legitimate cost the contractor may have to work order time and meet in order to meet the project deadline contractors have other projects to complete 
They call it a backlog. Or in the industry, any business really, it's called a backlog. Time is truly money. All right? So what if the materials you order come, the materials you order come in late? Again, you are subject to lost time. All right? The contractor, again, may have to work extra time, add additional labor onto the project, and they would legitimately be able to charge you extra work because you got in the middle of ordering materials. All right? All right? Let's talk about adjacent materials. If you purchase copper pipe or, you know, or, and this is the important, let me back up, important point. And this is really big when it comes to a claim. Adjacent materials. If you purchase, let's say, for instance, copper pipe, because you want to save some money and not have your plumber pay for the pipe. And you said, oh, man, I thought it's nice special at this store. Where I'm going to purchase the pipe for my project. So if you purchase the copper pipe for your plumbing project and it springs a leak all over your new hardwood floors, drywall and studs. You've just endured or incurred a very expensive leak. You'll have to pay the contractor to diagnose the leak which will cause damage to your new work, your drywall work, holes in the wall, all right? And pay to fix the leak, patching and painting, when it could have been all resultant of a material failure. It could have been an installation failure, but you have no way of knowing. Now, assuming that your pipe was defective, all of your work will be ruined. Mold could set in. An adjacent water damage could become an issue. Again, now your cost. All right. If your contractor provided the material and installed the copper pipe, not only would your leak be fixed without you coming out of your out of your pocket, but the adjacent damage as well. Within the warranty period, your contractor's builder's risk insurance could be used for any damage caused to your property, all right? Importance of hiring a licensed and professional contractor who's licensed and insured. If there's friction or perp, um, pushback, if you used a licensed and insured contractor, you could then use your home insurance policy to process a claim, and then your insurance company Again, if you use a licensed and insured contractor, could use subrogation to rectify the claim. All right. Subrogation, meaning that your your insurance company could go after their insurance company to get reimbursed for the damage, which would result in your premiums not necessarily going up. All right. Go check out our, our, our podcast about insurance. All right. All right. Stop killing yourself over and over and over again on materials, serial killer materials, all right? Owners need to consider the risk and benefits of self-purchasing materials. There's some benefit, you could save some money, but in the long term, you could lose a lot of money, get killed, financially killed. I like keeping things simple. Let the contractor take the risk regarding labor and material self-purchased materials can be a serial killer there you have it this episode is a wrap feel good about yourself you took the time to learn act 
acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against Project Chaos, Money Loss, Continuous Stress, or Greedy, Unethical Contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and build a strong community of homeowners who want to build a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure, please, that you subscribe to Build a Coach on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more details, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you like what you're hearing on Build a Coach, please leave a review. Let people know that we're out there. The reviews really help us grow the show and reach more people who need help. Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.